Welcome to the Pet Photographers Club with your hosts, Caitlin and Kirsty. Now on to the show. Hello and welcome to season 11, episode 3 of the Pet Photographers Club podcast. I'm joined today by some of the winners of the 2021 International Pet Photographer of the Year Awards. We have Travis who won the action category. We have Jackie who won the portrait category and we have Esther who won the open category. Unfortunately, Kirsty Antonovich, who was the winner of the Pets and the People category, wasn't able to join us for this chat, but we do have a blog post with a little interview with her coming soon, so stay tuned for that. If you are listening to the audio version of this podcast, heads up, it's a video version as well. So if you want to see the photos that we're going to be chatting about today and to see our winners' lovely faces, <laughs> head over to the Pet Photographers Club website and you can watch the video there. It's just thepetphotographersclub.com forward slash podcast forward slash 1103 for season 11, episode 3. Okay, let's dive into this conversation with the winners of the 2021 awards. I'm really keen to get a little bit more of an insight into your photography in general, but um, sort of maybe the story behind the images as well. Now, Travis's Action Category Award winning image was also a judge's choice award I don't know if you've heard our conversation about the judge's choice um, images Travis but we were totally blown away by the uniqueness of this photo as an action one by the the fashion inspiration um, the really different lighting it was like nothing else that we'd seen in any of the image entries so I'd love to know a little bit more about how you shot it why you thought to shoot something like this a little bit more about the story behind the photo actually this photo kind of started off just off of a tennis ball from when i saw another image kind of doing some trick shots of uh, the tennis ball spinning with the water so i was playing around with that and had the idea of adding the dog behind it trying to catch the ball and then it kind of expanded more into you know uh, with Fernando, I've always joked his tennis ball, as the universe surrounds his tennis ball. So I kind of mm -hmm. used that as the theme for that. So it became a fun little project for me to do during the COVID lockdown time to kind of keep me entertained and kind of focused on doing something. I had assumed that you'd shot it and gone, hey, this looks like a galaxy. I'll name it the universe, but it was the other way around. Yeah, because I was trying to match the ball a little bit with the blue and red and then just kind of set the gels up and the two lights off to the side. But it was still, this was three different photos tied into one between had the tennis ball on the end of a drill so it could stay in place and spin. So I did that as one photo. Then I did another photo with Fernando catching treats and then I added in the universe behind it and then just kind of uh added everything and uh edited it that way that makes sense um i love that spiral um coming out from the tennis ball so was it was it wet yeah so each time i had to uh get the ball wet then time it so i could turn the drill on and trigger the camera and be out of the way so it oh no you were doing it this all by yourself yep yep <laughs> So it was, it was a fun, it made a mess in the garage, but it was fun. 
Yeah. <laughs> Did you shoot more from that series or is it just a standalone image? Uh, there's quite a few different series with it. It's uh, Fernando in different positions and uh, trying the ball different ways and the atmosphere in a different way. But that's that was probably my second favorite one out of it. Mm-hmm. So, um, yep. Actually, I'd love to know with you, were your images like this a standalone one, especially yours, Jackie, which I'll get up next? Or were you shooting more of a series and you'd picked one image from a series? Yes, it was a series. So mm-hmm. I own four, four hens um, and decided to photograph them all. So the images were images taken for, for me, I guess. This, this particular one was the last one I shot, actually thinking her colouring perhaps was least interesting <laughs> um, being gray um, but actually when I started to work on work on her image you know there, there's there's beauty there's beauty there but yes it was a set of images of, of all of my hens right and how about you Esther was yours a, a standalone image something that that you created with this in mind or something more from a series or a session well neither really um, well it was lockdown and I got a new lens And we weren't allowed to go outside. So I thought about, well, what could I do inside? So I did one of those photographs when my dog, Eddie, um, was smaller and she had like a pink nose. So I did another one to like have the progress of getting more black. And when I wasn't allowed to go outside, I thought, well, let's do that again. And instead of a gray scarf, I took a red one and I, I quite liked it. So that's the only picture and only because I wanted to try the new lens so (laughs) (laughs) it was quite a coincidence yeah I love that so you're both Jackie and Essie you're photographing your own pets for these images but Travis is Fernando yours yeah Fernando's mine also oh how interesting that all three of the (laughs) I wonder if there's something to that like maybe if we have less of the pressure of a client um, a client session. Well, it's the trying, I, I think. Best thing and playing, and they're a little yeah. more comfortable with that, so it makes it easier. Do you have other pets other than the hens, Jackie? Yes, I have four rescue dogs as well. Okay. So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> do you do a lot of experimenting and testing out new things with the dogs and with your animals? Yes, I do. So um, I have a studio. I'm lucky enough to have a studio in the garden, which makes it easy to pop the easy to pop the hens in. So I had a client in, and I thought, right, I've never seen a hen in the studio before. Let me just see how they react because I just really didn't know how they would react to the studio lights, whether they would totally freak mm. or whether they were comfortable in it. So you know, that was a, I guess, an example of of experimenting. And then, yeah, I'll often take the dogs in to perhaps try out a new lighting setup or just generally generally play around. How uh, did they react to the studio lighting? They were they really surprised me because they were fine. <laughs> so, so like photographing most animals, I think food is always kind of a, a big. Um, recipe for for success and you know whilst you can you can never really pose animals you definitely can't pose a hen but I put put corn on let them settle put corn on the box and just sort of went went with the flow and they were absolutely great so yeah, yeah. that was a real surprise for me yeah oh the image is just so fantastic and I was so happy to see a non-dog <laughs> animal end up winning the portrait category it was just I think it just continued to 
wow the judges as it, as it went through each new stage. So are you predominantly a studio photographer or only a studio photographer? No, I, I do both. So mm-hmm. I like doing outdoor work, um, specifically action work. But the more I've grown and evolved into studio, the more I really love studio work as well. I, I, I quite like emotive um, images and, and kind of I guess leaning more towards the fine art in the studio and I found mm-hmm. studio work I can control light and um, experiment more and more I guess but uh, yeah I like doing both and I do do both. Yeah beautiful you can really see the fine art influence um, in in your award uh, in the images that you entered into the award this, this one in particular it just looks like painted it really more than anything um so yeah absolutely beautiful we we did see um your open category was another one from the um chicken series um just out of curiosity if if you do shoot a lot of action and anything um I guess for for people who are entering the the awards to get a little bit of a insight into your choices of images would love to know why you decided not to enter an action an action shot as well okay um i guess part part honesty so um <laughs> i think when i when i saw the dead deadline approaching for the for the competition i kind of thought right I'm going to enter an image that I love. I think that's I think that's the thing. I love all you know. I love all the work I do, but I really love these chicken images. They were kind of fresh and quite innovative for for me. I think if I'd have had more time, I probably would have gone through my 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 catalogue and perhaps um, looked more of my action um, photography. But I think also lockdown had a lot to do with it because there was that period where we couldn't do a lot of client. Yeah photographs as well so some of that work would have meant perhaps going going back in my back catalogue so I think that's the honest that's the honest answer yeah no I was just a little bit curious um actually that would be interesting to know all three of you did you shoot these during lockdown yeah Esther did how about you Travis yeah for Fernando's image yeah that was during lockdown also how funny I wonder um I wonder how many of the entries this year were lockdown creativity <laughs> going a little bit Both, I suppose. Yeah. Yeah. Diving back into your um, images, Travis, I, I think something that really struck us as the judges was, I mean, we've seen your images each year in the awards um, and you always do really, really well. Uh, so I was expecting to see your photos again. I wasn't expecting to see something that honestly didn't look anything like the work that you've shot before. I think a lot of the time gets hammered into us about how you have to have a consistent style, consistent style, consistent style. And this looks totally left field and really worked to your favor because it was something none of us had ever seen before. How do you go about in your portfolio and the work that you're putting out there having such varied looks to the photos? I love playing around with lighting. So I have my little stunt model that I use. It's a very large stuffed animal. So I could play with the lighting as I want. So I don't have to worry about uh, stressing out my dogs until I get it close. Then I can bring the dogs in and see how it is. So I'll constantly play with the different light setups Anything I see through sigmatography from how they're doing movies, uh, wedding, anything that I find interesting through Pinterest or whatever, 
I try to play with those lightings. Uh, there was one I found from uh, Lindsay Adler that did a lot of colored gels and gobos to, you know, light the background, light the dog, but keep the uh, natural light on the dog. So I was playing with that and got that set up and was able to do that with Gemma. And it's just kind of fun playing with those things. And it, that's the whole part of it is continue learning and expanding. So it, it just, it's a fun thing to play with. How, um, Essa, how did you go about deciding which images to enter for your entries? Like what made this one actually in particular stand out to you as, yeah, that's what I'm going to enter into the open category? Well, that's quite hard because this year I had about, well, let's say 25 photos. I wasn't sure which one to pick off. So um, I asked around, to be honest. Um, I have a vet close by, so I put a few pictures up with um, in his, um, oh, what do you say, um, in his clinic. Mm -hmm. So um, the one that one is still hanging, the others aren't. So um, the that one just, just many people liked it. Mm -hmm. It just popped out. Yeah, well, it definitely stood out to all of the judges as well. Is this your first year of entering the awards? The second. Okay. Um, Travis, I know you've entered, <laughs> as I said, <laughs> one before. Um, Jackie, how about you? Was this your first year? Have you entered before? My second year. Mm -hmm. And yeah. do you enter general photography awards as well? I belong yeah. to the Guild of Photographers in the UK and I usually enter there image of the month um, and I, I do like to enter competitions I think it it, it pushes my my boundaries and and kind of helps me grow a bit and evolve so uh, yeah is it what the process of having to sit down and really strategically look at your portfolio what is it that helps you there I think it, it's it's making me more detailed about my photography so I think there's two elements to it there's obviously getting getting images technically technically right but also when you enter something it's absolutely got to be it's got to be kind of perfect so it makes me really look at, look at my work and it makes me think about what I enter as well in terms of looking looking again at, at the image and, and what it represents um, so yeah I, I find it you know I probably would pour over a competition image far much different perhaps than what I would offer to a client but I might pick a client image and really edit it and make it suitable for a, for a competition mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and how about you Travis how do you find the process of entering awards I'll usually pick out one or two very personal images because those are the ones that I tend to work on the most and try I'll get the feedback and try to continue pushing those images so that's kind of where I like other competitions too just to kind of get that feedback and so forth mm -hmm. but yeah through competitions like this I definitely love this one because it's all animal focused and you get a huge group of people coming in from all over the world which is great and a lot of people I've never been able to see before and see their images and learn new artists and that's why I love seeing images like these and so it's a matter of just, and what I always find funny is the ones I think are my best ones never do good. It's always the <laughs> ones that I kind of put in. I just kind of throw in to kind of cover a spot that tends up doing the best out of it. It's like the action one that was, since I don't do much action, I just kind of picked one and, and put it in there because I needed to fill that spot. And that's the one that ended up winning. 
yeah that's funny it's always that way with client sessions too I feel like they always end up picking not always but always um tickles my fancy when they end up picking a photo that I almost didn't even put in there and then they're like this is the one we need to blow up really I was gonna delete that one so um yeah it's, it's a good lesson to learn I think um how about you Esther did you um sort of have to dive deep in through your archives and you said you had about 25 different ones that you wanted to enter for open how do you find the process of entering awards well I do go through all of my photos more or less um Mm -hmm. and and I always have like favorite ones so I take those in and just compare them because I want to enter photos that I really like and not Mm -hmm. what clients like or other people's like um so I compare my favorites and it's always nice because if one wins for example like like it just did it's one of my favorites that does so that's kind of nice yeah I think I imagine a lot of people find the two things find the the thought of looking into all of their archive and picking out four images really overwhelming Mm -hmm. and also Mm -hmm. I think I mean we we hear all the time people get um, a bit intimidated and they look at previous year's winners and go there's no way that I could win so why even bother but what I'm hearing from you guys is like actually there's besides the fact that you never know and you have to be in it to win it but there's actually a benefit in the act of the the process of going through your portfolio and looking at that really critically yeah for sure have any tips for for people who are interested in entering their photos into awards yeah I I think I tend to always go for a picture that I love that that's the first thing I like Mm. to feel a connection with with the picture um and then also once I've edited it and worked on it I always get someone else to look at it be that my partner just you know come in can you have a look at this where are your eyes drawn to and that's I always get someone else's feedback on it and not necessarily someone who is technically <laughs> qualified in photography or anything else I just want someone to look at it and tell me what they tell me what they feel yeah their gut reaction exactly. yeah I mean that plays a big role in the judging we have you know the technical aspect of it as well but there's the judge's response part of the judging which is just it is that gut that gut reaction the Mm. what emotion does do we get from the image um which is so hard to quantify but yeah there's something with photography that's just that real does it make you go wow which all three of your images made us go wow um so yeah I think there would be a benefit to getting someone outside of the photography world and who isn't a client like there's clients have their own um reasons for loving our work so I like that idea of getting a friend or a family member to um weigh in how about you Travis and Esther what do you get other people's opinions or do you just narrow down and look at your own work and not get too (laughs) not get too many other opinions for me I I definitely try to get other people's opinions, kind of ideas. Uh, a lot of it, it's, I will get people's feedback. I Some I'll take, some I won't. It all kind of depends on what it is. Uh, and for the images, I always believe in keeping it to your style. So if you enter a competition, don't do it just because you want to win the image or win 
competition and pick images specifically because you think it's going to win it. Pick it that it's personal for you and it follows your goals or your purpose of why you're doing the photography or the goal or the competition. And I find those tend to be do a much better in the competitions because it is more personal and it does show in the images a lot more. And it's nice to see things that are very different because you'll see a lot of the common types of photos in the competition. So if you're doing something that's very different, that's where it really stands out. And that's what I, I love seeing also in the competitions. Yeah, I totally agree. I would be really interested to go back to and see the previous year winners and find out how many of the winners over the years have been from client sessions and how many have been personal work like the three of yours because now I'm starting to wonder about whether or not those images that we see time and time again as you've said Travis that kind of look we've seen it a hundred times before and those are the ones that might get through to the top 100 or even top 25 because they're technically great and aesthetically great but they miss out on that judge's response that, that the difference factor and I'm wondering whether or not client sessions are often going to miss out on that because we can't we don't have the the time and the space to try something a little bit different when we've got a client that's that particular image that Mm. they've seen in your portfolio so this is what we want with our dogs and yeah do you find that after shooting personal work do you then bring in that bit of experimentation and build it into your client sessions or is it quite different I try to do that Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I like to test it with my dogs because I know they're comfortable. I know they do a lot for me. So whatever idea I have, they're into it. So um, I'm, if I know it works, I can try it with client dogs because, you know, you, you never know how those dogs react. You don't know them as well. So you have to be sure that the idea itself works. Mm-hmm. For me, it's around lighting, so I will definitely play around with lighting for me. But then also when it comes to editing as well, because I do like that fine art look. So I'll play around with perhaps textures and, 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 and dodge and burn and try and kind of push push that aspect a bit until I find something that I, that I really, really like. And then, yes, I would cross that over into, into my client work. Well, I'd love to know just before we wrap up your favourite thing about the photography, your journey. I think, well, I love animals. I've always loved animals and um, worked in, in, in rescue as, as well. And I love emotion in, in pictures. And, and so photographing animals and, and, and dogs and even chickens really fulfills. It's my, it's, my happy, it's my happy place. I love looking at pictures. I love working on pictures of animals. And nothing really makes me makes me happier. And also, it's a growth journey for me. If I look at my work that I was doing five, six, seven years ago, totally different place now. And hope to continue on the, on that journey on that journey as well. Yeah, beautiful. I'm just loving that the chickens. <laughs> I'm known as a chicken lady now. So yeah, you have people going. And you, can you maybe photograph my dogs, or is it just chickens? <laughs> Only chickens. Yeah. <laughs> and how about you, Esther? How did you get started, and and what's your photography journey looking like for you? 
I did get started when I got Ellie um, as a puppy because my first dog, Pickle, I got from my host family, actually. I lived in England for two years, so I didn't get him as a puppy. And when she was just so small, um, I had a shooting and I did love the process itself. So like the shooting itself was great. The photographer was great, great. And the photos, well, I, I still have them hanging on my fridge. So <laughs> I did love them. And I always liked photography. I just didn't have a camera or any equipment. So I borrowed the camera from my dad. And that's how I got started. And so it was really Ellie. Um, and I, well, I got into client photography because I just love dogs. So I had the chance to cuddle even more. <laughs> um, and what I do like about photography itself is what create, creating remem uh, memories. So um I don't know if you if you lose a dog, for example, or if you have many dogs, you, you can just hang the photos up. So that's what my flat looks like as well. So um, creating memories, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah, I totally agree. Um, it, it's such a special keepsake that we're creating for our clients yeah. and for ourselves. I mean, I'm sure you well, agree. Yes. <laughs> the same. My house is full of photos and I've got friends that go like, you don't need so many photos all the time. But I think if, if our mind is that way inclined, then we do. Yeah, you kind of do. Yeah, yeah <laughs> totally agree. And Travis, let's finish with you because um, I love, love the story of your journey. So um, what's photography and sync eye photography mean to you and what's that all about? A lot of it for me, it's, it's given me a way to give a voice for the hunting dogs of Spain. And that's what really drew me into photography was the storytelling that it does break any language barriers that are out there that I could share their story and reach many more people than I ever thought I could through photography and through the storytelling of that. And that's what has really pushed me further with this and continue trying to find new ways to reach people with the photos and share the story and raise awareness for these dogs. And that's what I've been loving about it. Yeah, it's such a beautiful, beautiful um, message that you're always sharing out there. And I love how perfectly you do share the stories of those dogs and, and the mission behind your photography. It's really inspiring to see that. So thank you. Yeah, thank you all three for coming on and chatting with us today. It was really, really interesting to get a little bit more of an insight into mm -hmm how your minds are working as I've said many times before but honestly mean it your photos are just absolutely beautiful um we loved picking them and judging them so thank you for entering the awards and yeah thank you for your time today thank, thank you, you and for thank us. you for running the contest <laughs> yeah week. yeah that's right <laughs> Can't imagine how hard it is to pick all of these. <laughs> yes, that's not, it's equally my favorite job and least favorite job of the year judging those. It's, it's hard, but um, um, yeah, love, love your work, all three of you. Um, yeah, thanks. Yeah, thank you. Thanks for listening to the Pet Photographers Club. To subscribe to the podcast, check out other episodes, and keep up to date, head to thepetphotographersclub.com.